Welcome to Host Right. So we are the hosts, Zach and Eve, and we run a management company across South Wales and Bristol called Stay Right. And this podcast is all about sharing our journey and how we're growing our business very successfully over the last 12 months or just under 12 months. And um, what we want to do is give as much value as possible and um, through our journey, hopefully help you on your Airbnb journey. So uh, another episode, Eve, uh, I know you're looking forward to this one. Yeah, this is my domain today. (laughs) What's the topic of the conversation today? So we're going to be talking about setting up your essay units. So all things like interiors, but also the other things that people kind of maybe forget about or don't realize is included in setups. Mm. Uh, It's not just about nice cushions and things like that. There's more to it. So we're going to get into it. If only it was that easy. I know. (laughs) Then it wouldn't be such a skill, no joking. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) What we've done, I mean, it's crazy to think our kind of setup journey from like the first to like, you know, now setting up the 37th, 8th, 39th, 40th, um, how much you learn during that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to kind of like share those journeys or share that journey um, and what we learned. I think um, for yeah. yourself, like what when you think of like an Airbnb setup, where does your mind straight, like where does it go straight to? Yeah, well, I think where it used to go to, I mean, one of the big reasons why I was so excited about starting the business was for this side of it. Like, I love interiors and the thought of being able to just go shopping over and over again to decorate houses, essentially. That's what came to my mind to start with. And that is true, but there's more to it. But, um, yeah, that's that's what really excited me, and I really enjoyed that side of it. So that always comes to mind. That's the fun part. But there's practical sides to setups, which... Like you said, as we've done more and more setups, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, there's more to it than you think when you do your first one and you learn the tips and the tricks to do it yeah. efficiently and, and in order to get good reviews and good bookings, which I guess we'll go into. Yeah, more. for sure. We talked about in the last episode, like disclaimer, I am not the designer in this uh, business. I, I have no credit at all. If you look at our properties and you're like, wow, they're amazing. Absolutely no credit goes to me. It is 100% all of Eve. That does Thank that. You. <laughs> um, and even our house, uh, I admit, I'm, I'm. That's not my forte. You know, stick to strengths. That's not me. That is not me. Um, no okay. comment. Yeah. No. Yeah. No comment. Yeah. She's like, yes. <laughs> I'm nodding. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So, what are the five most important things in a setup? Um, and we'll get into like the little nitty gritty stuff on how to actually do the setup properly. Okay. Comfort hmm. would be the first one. For the guests, obviously, that's what we're talking about. And what, what's comfort? Because that's like that's broad, but like if you think beds, about, yeah, sofa, dining chairs. Think about it being livable. And I think the goal across the board is if someone comes and stays. This is how I always think about it. If someone comes and stays for a week, are they going to be comfortable enough that they think they could stay there for a month mm. or two months? Because the goal is always to get repeat guests and also to get long bookings, which often start with little test run bookings. So. I always look at it like that. So number one, comfort. If you stayed there for a week, would you be comfortable staying there for another month? So are the beds really comfy? Can you actually relax on the sofa? It's not just like a little pokey thing that looks good. Things like that. Um, Number two, the practical stuff, the stock, the stuff that's in the kitchen cupboards. If you've only got one utensil and one pan, you're not going to want to stay there for a month. I know I can relate to that and I know we can relate like when we go to an Airbnb the first thing we open is the utensils and we're like oh we're gonna have eggs and bacon in the morning we've got one spatula yeah. and one frying pan and one saucepan and we're like 
Yeah, it's annoying. You have to wash up and then it's just... It's It's not a home away from home. So those details like having stocked utensils... Everyone will laugh when they hear this. Anyone that knows me will laugh because I talk about utensils all the time. It's the first thing you say to a landlord. Like, I will save you money on utensils. Yeah, they always think I'm like really sad. but, But it's so important. So those are the things... The things in the cupboards that make it feel like a home. Mm. That would be number two. Um, number three is obviously the look. Like it does have to look warm, inviting, bright, mm. cozy, all of those things. Because obviously the photos are super important for getting bookings. We'll get more into that. Um, so you've got to be looking at the overall vibe. I use that word a lot, vibe. <laughs> um, the vibe that you're creating. Um, how many is that? Three. That's two. That's Com- comfort, stock, stock, yes, um, and the vibe, how it looks. Um, number four, I would say, obviously, you want to do it on a budget, but not doing it too cheap. You buy cheap, you buy twice. Mm. You want this to last. You want it to feel again homely. It's not going to feel that way if everything's basically a load of rubbish in there. So, yeah. um, be selective with where you save money and where you spend your money. Yeah. Um, and number five would be um the configuration people yeah probably like layout and, and just practicality and again it's just thinking of things like okay if it sleeps six people is there six places for people to sit at the dining table in the living room and actually like you know watch a film so when i'm setting up i'm, I'm thinking about all of the different scenarios and the different types of people mm. that are going to be staying there and if it works for them yeah that's like your standard like occupancy that you're basing off and then off off that, you know, you, you can't have like four plates for a six bedroom or yeah. six six um guests. You know, it's just, yeah. it just doesn't work. Um, okay, so what what are the what's the time frame to set up a property? Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, we'll get into like the do's and don'ts because I bet yeah. you there's a lot. Yeah. What I would say on time frame first of all is don't if it's your first one or second one or something, you know, don't underestimate how long that part takes really? yeah I was, I was i was so excited by that about that part that i almost didn't like really think about it enough i believe it took a day to buy all the b&m decor probably <laughs> yeah like it it took time because for a few reasons one you you're not practiced at it and it sounds really sad but now my brain is like a catalog of all the different shops yeah and i've got go-to things you know we buy the same beds we know the sofas that work well I know the I know the utensil set that I buy every time. Um, those things become faster the longer you're doing setups for. So don't underestimate the first time around if you if you're doing your own, you don't have any sort of guidance on it that it is going to take a bit of time. Um, we now set a time frame of seven days max to turn a property around and set it up. Sometimes that goes over if there's a delay with the delivery but on our end we don't take longer than a week often it gets done quicker right like four days five days yes yeah, um, it's really fast and that's just because it's planned and it's efficient so i would say don't underestimate it but it it can be done quickly if you're organizing you kind of know what you're doing and you've done your research if you've not done it before yeah so talk about like let's say i'm i'm a new property uh, i mean i'm a new, I'm, I'm a new <laughs> landlord i'm not New new yeah. Airbnb. Yeah, new Airbnb, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um and yeah, everything signed up, we're getting ready to go. What 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 would like be a step by step process to get live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, like the whole kind of process. I mean the first 
thing you want to be doing is thinking about everything that needs to be done in that property. So there's a step before furnishing, right, which is the actual property itself. Is it up to a good standard? Is there any maintenance that needs to be done? Are you going to be painting feature walls, which is something that if you can and you can afford to do it, it's a really good thing to is do. Is it worth it, do you reckon? It is worth it. Um, it adds an extra dimension. It's I agree. It's more interesting. It also kind of saves you money on other things like artwork because mm. you've got more interest already. So that's kind of like stage one is just like establishing what you've got to work with and what needs to get done to get up to a good level. Hopefully nothing, but often there's little things. Then from there, you're planning out what's going in there. So make sure you measure for the sofa. Make sure you measure for your beds and the dining table. Like get those key things planned. Those are the chunky things that you need to make your decisions on. Um, and I think the quickest way to do a setup is get a full list of everything, right? Like down to, like you've seen the, you've seen the spreadsheet. Yeah, it's amazing. Every property has a spreadsheet with everything on it. It's literally down. exactly what to buy. Like here it is bang and it's just tracking. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. So it means you can literally sit down in one go then and, and pretty much order everything. Yeah. And um, it doesn't have to be you. Like let's say um, it's like a really high priority one and you know, we're you know, doing a little bit more design. You can get that together and then you know, you can delegate that to the team to organize mm-hmm. and coordinate that. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely not doing it all yeah definitely not myself now i'm just coordinating it and you wish you were because you love it but you, you i mean i love building ikea furniture but i'm not allowed anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's about getting it live as quickly as possible but yeah so that's the next step is just plan it take your time with that if you struggle with the interior side of it get on pinterest i'm pinterest obsessed for my own house i have a board for every single room even the pantry has its own pinterest board and i think it's awesome for just getting ideas so if you're not sure um, get on there and just search things like you know, funky living room, modern living room, those kind of things will, will get you lots of ideas. So do that if you need to, get planning, get your big items decided, measure up, and then just basically get ordering everything in. Um, think about your, your lead times. So you know, that's normally take longer. So make sure you're ordering the stuff it's going to take a long time to one thing is like first. internet as well like get that internet sorted yeah. because that it can take a couple of weeks and oh my god it's like yeah. yeah that's the one thing if you don't have that you want to go live the guests will kick off um especially in 2023 2024 um almost almost yeah i know crazy um yeah so you're at the like ordering all the furniture you've got all that list together and then that all comes yeah and then you're just kind of setting it up you might get some help in for that part especially to like hang if you're hanging curtains and stuff you probably want yeah. to get some help in unless you're like super handy um and then just do that part as quickly as you can and as you're doing it think about think about what those key photos are what are those key angles that are going to look really awesome in the photos people always look at me like i'm crazy i'm stood in the rooms like bending down and like looking at where the where the camera angle is going to come from and then just place things um so that they kind of stand out and less is more, which is one of my sort of key tips, which I'll just sneak in now, is like, you don't want clutter. So at this stage, it's easy to be like, oh my God, that's not enough. Keep adding more plants and vases, but just get a few big key pieces and kind of be done because otherwise it just looks like a messy, right? Yeah, 100%. And then the cool thing about this is like, it's not ready to go live yet, but we, you know, we would have the listings already done and ready just so like, get the photos and everything in there. Which yeah, we plug them in. Yeah. Plug them in. Um, staging, like mm. this part. Mm. What's what's the quick tips? What's the what's the thing that really makes those photos stand out? Because I, I personally think our staging is amazing. Like we always get so many compliments from like, even our mentors, like wow, mm-hmm. your photos are amazing, the staging mm. is amazing. 
Um, what, what's the trick? The number one trick is having a really good photographer. Yeah. Because yeah, there's only so true. much you can do. And I can be in a house that I know, like, all our, house, all our properties are obviously great, but there's some that look nicer than others. Yeah. But I always have confidence that our photographer is going to make it look great. So I think that is makes a world of difference. If I went into a photo on my phone and that wouldn't look how it looks on the photos. But yeah. the thing for staging is just attention to detail and, and clutter. So no clutter. Don't, like, leave loads of stuff out. Don't have, like, loads of just stuff everywhere. Make sure the little things will stand out on the photos. Um, so I I go around um, and inspect the property before the photographer arrives. And I'm literally looking at, you know, is there any labels sticking out on any cushions? Are there any, like, creases in the bedding? Are the curtains completely even both sides of the window? Like, really meticulous details, which go make it go from looking just like a normal house to a professional standard, right? Like, if the curtains are a bit wonky, it just looks a bit normal. Um, but it, once you get those things perfect you lay the table and it's like measured to perfection on the table. Those are the things where it looks like you've put in the detail because you have and it makes a good impression. Yeah, 100%. I think, um, like you said before, it's thinking where the photos are going to be. What's mm -hmm. the most important thing? That's, yeah. that's so critical. On the photos, like what people, people trying to go get their friends to do the photos because they're a photographer or they go pay ridiculous money. Like, you know, you don't need to do that it's really important like your friend may be a photographer but property photography even airbnb photography or specific. short um, service yeah. coordination is very specific on what you need i think um you know we have we got a great photographer and the rates are you know very they i reckon they're very good for what we get i mean amazing but i know people are paying 250 300 pounds for you know a two three bed and it's just you don't need to do that so make sure you go find someone do your research don't take the first quote um, and you're going to have trial and error. We used three before we mm -hmm. found our one. And yeah. We finally got there, which is great. What's that thing that they um, do? Oh, the double exposure. Uh, triple. Something where basically they take the photos in a couple of different. Um, Dark, light, normal. Yeah. Compact, compacted together. Different exposures, yeah, yeah. And then they edit and overlap them. And what we found was like the door handle height was like perfect. It was like, yeah. what, if someone knows those two things, yeah. just get them to try it, you know, um, see what their. Po um, you know, their, their work is, if they don't have any other work, um, you know, that's a bit of a no-no, but if they've got other ones, um, you know, that, just go off that. In worst case, you know, you, you have to change them in a year if you're not happy with them or six months. Mm. Um, worst, worst case. Um, okay, cool. So, what's the hardest part about setting it up? Because that's obviously like, that's that's going through the steps. What, what When you first started more so, because it's quite mm. easy now, what was like the biggest learning point, the biggest like failure we did? I didn't plan it. I yeah. thought I had it all in my head. I was like, I know what I need to get. And then I'd be in the kitchen checking it over. And I'd be like, oh, we don't have a can opener. Right, off to the shops, get a can opener. I remember one time out about um, the Barry property, someone's like, they had family over and they didn't have a bottle opener. And we had to go over and yeah. get one because they, yeah. they, we listed it with it. And it was, um, that was hilarious. Yeah, so it's in the early days, I would be like, I'd be walking around home bargains looking for a spatula because I didn't have a spatula yet. So it's just down to knowing where to go and get things and making that efficient. So just plan it. Yeah. Like the hard thing is if you don't have a plan and you're just like winging it and randomly choosing things as you go along, you're going to forget stuff. You're going to have too much artwork and not enough pillows because you've not spread out your budget properly and it's not going to look right in the end. 
So that's why you plan. Um, I, think, I think as well as like on the planning part, is plan for things to go wrong, like yeah. deliveries to be missed or having to delay photography yeah. or, um, you know, all this kind of stuff. I mean, let's go back to that barrier property yeah. we're going from four. I was going to say, do you remember the um, sofa? Yeah, I do. I remember. Wait, the sofa? In the car. Oh, my. Tell, tell oh my that days. story. Well, <laughs> we... We bought a sofa from um, Ikea. Because the delivery times were really long. The deliveries right? were crazy. And we were like, we didn't want to, we were on a budget. You know, like we said in the other episode, we spent like £17,000. Um, had to refurb it. Not ideal. So we bought a sofa. Mind, Eve had a Citroen C1 at the time. Yeah. Um, and we're like, yeah, she fits everything. We call her Wendy. Um, yeah, Wendy fits everything. Wendy, Wendy's amazing. <laughs> Anyone that um, knows us will know Wendy. I need to post that on cool. the social media. Yeah. So we, we, we bought it. We're like, this is not going to fit. Basically, we somehow got it to fit. And the only way we could get it to fit, because it was packed, um, is like in, in parts, I it? was literally like a 95-year-old granny driving at the wheel. I literally did turn. I had to go like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and no one could see me. Um, it was crazy. But the other thing I remember that property was the day before we were setting it up, we were trying to wrap the... Um, the kitchen because it was a bit older and we had no idea how to do this by the way we're trying to put a new like wrap on the counters yeah and we gave up but basically that put us like three hours behind schedule and then we realized that the the blinds were so dirty the The cleaners cleaners hadn't done a good job so then even i and it was so grimy long story short we went to bed at 4 30 a.m and our photography was booked for 7 a.m that next day and we were like, we cannot delay this. The next one was like a week away. And we're like, we have to get it done. I think um, the biggest secret of that is that night we finished there okay. at about three. <laughs> and we drove the half an hour home. And was like, we were like, where's our, where's our house key? And we'd left it at the property because we were obviously so tired and delirious by that point after weeks of that. Drove half an hour back in silence. And this is confession time. We actually slept in the bed didn't we at yeah, the we did at the property obviously we changed the bedding guys before anyone stayed there but we didn't drive back. but we slept in the bed because we're like we, we can't go back again like we'll be back here again in another hour so we're like we just have to get an hour's sleep and wait back up for the photographer woke up made the bed for the photos yeah it's very stressful but i promise whoever our first guest was we changed the bed before that was before but yeah at the time um, this episode, that doesn't happen now at the time of this episode, that was literally about a year ago. Yeah. It was crazy. This is about a year ago since we got our first one. Yeah. Man. Um, so I think all of that basically shows that like the yeah. first setup doesn't run so oh, no. smooth. Everything goes wrong. But if you've got guidance and... Listen to this podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to this, know. that stuff won't happen to you because you're going to have a list yeah. and you're going to plan it out. And this is the whole point of, of this. It's like we, we've gone through the areas. Like if you listen and, and you know, the other episodes are going to help you not go through these issues. Um, and you're still going to have mm. them, but you, know, you just you avoid some of these mistakes. So, um, with the, when it goes wrong, like we've had some experiences of other management companies having it set mm-hmm. up and, um, obviously it was staged horrendously. Talk about that. Cause I think it's, yeah, it's a it really fitting importance. point. Yeah. yeah Cause I you think- can do all that, plan it, could be amazing, have be so organized, but you've done it completely wrong. And then you're, yeah. you're, you're in a bad situation. Yeah. So all the stuff we've talked about is you know, kind of practical stuff, like, getting comfy matches and all that stuff but at the end of the day it does have to look good and that's where if you're not sure on that stuff get on Pinterest and it will help you like I said before 
Um, so an example, just to show how important that is, we we took on a property. Um, when, when was it? Like April time? Mm. Earlier this year, basically. I think we took it in May, and then it was ready for April, something like that. Yeah, yeah April's probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it was earlier in the year. We took on this apartment, this two bed apartment, and it was in a great location. It had parking. There was no reason why it wouldn't do a great job, right? But it had been with a previous management company and not had a single booking in six months. Um, six months, man. and they kind of blamed it on the on the property. There would have been other factors such as revenue management, which like we will get into in other episodes, that would have contributed to that but it looked terrible it, it looked had like a granny's like 1950s worse worse it pink, had, pink it had walls, yeah, yeah it had pink walls and it had those like metal beds bed frames that that look kind of like like hospital beds yeah. and they don't look very warm um cozy and inviting and the mattresses were really cheap really terrible there's no decor it just didn't look homely right it just looked Looks so basic and mixed with that property because that was a um, slightly older, this is an older like yeah. you know, with the kitchen looks very old. So if you have that furniture, it just makes it look run down. As yeah, well. it didn't look inviting. Yeah. By the way, this place overlooks the water. Like it is immaculate. Nice. Yeah, it yeah. is amazing. Yeah, um, it's really nice. So we took it on and we then refurnished it, obviously for our client and. It does really, really well now. Paints the walls all um, white as well. Yeah, so obviously we got rid of the pink and we just got, well, we just gutted the whole thing. Yeah, we got rid of everything. We started again. Went for a nice sort of nautical theme in there because it yeah, looks yeah. out over the water. I was, I'm um, not going to lie, I was a bit sceptical on that. I, this yeah. shows how I do not have a taste because it's one of our best performing properties. And I was like, I don't know about this, man. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like vibing it. I was wrong. Trust me. This is why I don't get involved. Because it just looks fresh and clean. It does. We've got like a blue velvet sofa bed we've got armchairs we've got nice throws in there um dining table that photo yeah it's on our website yeah really nice really nice like a laser table it was all i got with like blue plates and everything so it was all kind of went together really nicely um my favorite thing in there was a little uh lamp in the shape of a lighthouse it looks really cute yeah just those little touches that make it look like you've put in the details which give the impression that you're then going to be a great host yeah and that that property was a rent to rent um that we manage on behalf of an investor and um i can't remember the rent i think it's like 950 or something but that has every single month made close if not a thousand pounds ish profit for that investor which is mad that is passive as all passive can be for that person that they are literally they've never they've, even, they've seen, never even seen it they um you know they don't they don't really um, communicate with us. They're just happy days. Um, and that is also at 85% occupancy and one of our best um, book ones. So it goes to show how important yeah. setting up and staging that property is. And also what can happen if you don't do it correctly. Yeah. Um, so this is really, I think this is a perfect point to pivot to this because talking about like staging it wrong and right, where should the money be spent? Mm. And what would be a normal, like if you would estimate like what we would spend on like a two bed, three bed, four yeah. bed? Yeah. Um, so, two bed, you're going to be looking at about three and a half to four. Um, and then it sort of goes up in stages from that. I think. And you can obviously spend more if you want to be. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, you that's the thing, right? Yeah. I think the key thing to remember with that and with your budget, when you're deciding a budget, think of a couple of things. First of all, how nice is the property? And how nice does it have the potential to look? Because if it's a little bit 
more basic, you're going to be kind of aiming it towards contractors. There's no point spending an extra thousand pounds on rugs and mm. lovely pillows that honestly they're just going to get stained and ruined and it's a waste of money in that property. But if you have a luxury property which you know is in a good area and you can charge higher rates for it and it's going to appeal to that market, then Central that's where it's worth investing more. So look at that when you're deciding on your budget and then how you kind of split that money up. Um, well, first of all, you've got to prioritize, like I said earlier, right? Like you've got to prioritize good beds, um, a good sofa, a good dining table. It doesn't have to be really expensive, but it just has to be comfy. Um, the beds, we always go for kind of pocket sprung mattresses, yeah, zip and link beds yeah. is a big one, obviously. Zip and link beds that could be singles or king beds. Um, look, you give them a Google if you're not sure on them. And, Coffee machines and well. they will come up. Um, so the first thing is to make sure that you've got good quality in those key items. Then you want to obviously focus on like stock in the kitchen. So don't scrimp on things like mugs and plates. Like don't have two plates for four people. Don't go get six um, uh, quid mugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like have a think about, you know, if you're staying there, how often are you having to wash up? Because you've only got like so many plates in the cupboard. So think of those things, get it nice and stocked up. But remember, it doesn't have to be the fanciest thing. It can be a two pound Ikea this mug. This is where you can get really cheap. Yeah. yeah like you can be savvy with it. If you go to like B&M, They've got really cool, funky designed mugs, plates, serving dishes, and they're all cheap. But that stuff works really well because it, it's unique and it kind of stands out. Or you go a bit more basic, like IKEA vibes. And they're getting replaced. Like, they're the things that get churned. Like yeah, you don't want to invest those money in them because no one's seeing them. Like, as long as they're nice, um, don't I put one thing on this. Do not get the cheapest cutlery, hmm. the scratchy kind of school dinner cutlery, because again, is someone going to want to use that for months at a time? No. So level up a little bit on the cutlery is something that I've... I've um, Just get sports all the way. Just 10 sports. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so put your money there and make sure you've got a nice stocked kitchen. So you've got your comfort, your key items, you've got your well-stocked kitchen. And then you want to think about your, obviously your TV, your coffee machine. Please get a four-slice toaster, another pet hate of mine. That's, a one, that's one we hate. So going yeah. back to the egg and bacon. Yeah. We're cooking on one pan and then we're like, Taking it yours, babe. Yeah. Here's your toast. And then I'll get mine now. It's yeah. like your bacon just sitting on the side, getting all yeah. crispy. Your eggs, your eggs cooking, going hold. And you, you wake up and you start your first day upset. And yeah. you don't want that. Yeah. And, pay, and paint that picture for you guys. You don't want that. <laughs> no, you don't want a queue for the toaster. So, yeah, definitely. Like definitely. silly things like that. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be expensive. I often get, um, like, I think our, our toaster that we get costs £30. So those things um, don't have to cost a lot, but just think about the practical elements when you're getting them. And then lastly, and arguably like one of the most important bits is is the decor. So give yourself a good chunk of that. That stuff will cost you more than you think. So plan it into your budget from the start because you don't want to get to the end and have no money to make it look warm and cozy. What do you normally budget for like a two bed? It's three to four hundred on that yeah at and least what's decor consist of just to make sure everyone understands yeah that. so like pillows for the sofas pillows for the bed don't put one dress pillow on the bed oh, i yeah. put at least three if not four or six on the beds and Sounds, on the sofa as well yeah. and obviously on the sofa you don't want like one flat pillow don't get the two pound pillow get the eight pound pillow it will make a really big difference and again you don't have to overspend to get those correct items you just have to plan and proportion your money out properly, right? Do you know one thing I just pull up? One thing that you do really well is that you, you're you not afraid to overbuy. So you'll go buy four or five things at your stage and then you just go refund them or get someone else. Like, to yeah, sometimes them. if I'm not sure. Exactly, yeah. If I'm not sure on what's going to work. But 
Yeah, and then there's bits where you can be more clever. So often our um, uh, bedside tables cost ten pounds. Yeah, and I'll spend more. Well, we don't have bedside tables. Well yeah, sometimes. sometimes, but I would spend more money on the pillows and the bedside table, just as an example of a decision, because the bedside table is function is functioning as long as it's there, right? And it looks nice and it's part of the design. A hundred pound bedside table versus ten pounds not gonna make a difference, but. Mm. No, no colourful, warm, cosy-looking pillows on the bed versus, or you know, really cheap flat ones versus some nice pillows that that look really homely. That's the stuff that makes the difference. So you yeah. can see, as an example, that's how you kind of split the money up. Yeah, um, I hundred percent. Yeah. Hey, where? So if we thought about like the shops that you have to buy up, where's the avoids and where the the go is for like um, the best places to go buy stuff? Because there's places that people go like um like the range or yeah ikea but some of them are quite rated and quite expensive yeah i would say you don't need ikea as much as you think you do what's your top three yeah top three to go to would be um amazon cards is one if you want yeah well it's fine <laughs> um good old, i good old amazon when i think of like my go-to list it would be argos argos is amazing they do so much fast delivery um and ikea is also good for some stuff but it's overrated don't buy loads of ikea furniture um and probably amazon because it's just great for, for all the little things my cutlery my utensils are from amazon which i love i didn't get b&m in there and lovely. then b&m in the range for decor yeah yeah and on elm if you're getting a bit bougie yeah so what would you say are the things based on going off of that what would you say the things that people think they need to spend loads of money on but they actually don't um Places where they think they need to spend the most money on. Like things they might buy. Beds is always one where they panic. Um, The other thing is uh, they think they need to buy like wardrobes and, you know, like dressing tables. um, Like we've had, again, this is a great example of a property not being set up. It was a four bedroom and by the time that they contacted us to manage it, they're like, yeah, we've already bought this set of um, um, four double beds and four wardrobes. I'm like, oh, really? How much did that cost? 800 each. And I was like, oh. I was like, yeah. that's such a well. That was like 1,600 quid that we could have made that place better. But because of that, we had to really budget towards that. Yeah. And but again, because they spent all that money on wardrobes that they didn't need, they didn't have any budget for decor, for pillows. Oh, yeah. So then it doesn't it doesn't look as, as good. So we could budget a place and get it better than someone spending five or six thousand pounds yeah. for four thousand, and that is like we are so confident that no one beat our list in prices. Yeah, um, this is actually a cool story. So we took over. Um, I mean, it's a cool and bad story. We took over a block, um, <laughs> and uh, basically the the other management company spent um, uh, a fortune on the on the furniture. Um, I think it was like six grand an apartment for a two bedroom and we went in there and we were like it almost broke it definitely broke each heart I felt a bit bad for the person because mm. there was furniture there that was expensive Ikea stuff which really expensive it looked good the furniture but then there was no artwork no decor no nothing clothes. and it was an they were amazing apartments and we were just sitting there like we sat there and I remember this we reflected going like peed off like we were like mm. god imagine we set this up where it this would so be cool. it looks so cool it looks so amazing we get all there feature all there we get decor here we get paintings up we get some cool things yeah um, and it just it, it's just so important like just take a second to think about what you're buying and don't go off other people's guidance sometimes obviously go off people who are there um they've done it 
but um, some people just think you need to do stuff and you just don't need to. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had loads of big, bulky, expensive furniture, and that's the stuff to avoid, basically, isn't it? And I think the key message from all of that and those examples as well is, like my example with the bedside table and pillows, spend more on the pillows, it's about just balancing your money, which is why I get that spreadsheet up, put the exact amounts in and see where your money's going and see where you can then save money to make sure you've got enough for everything you need. Don't go buy loads of furniture, build it all, and then have nothing left and then regret it. Yeah, so that's really good. So we've obviously covered like what to buy, what to purchase, stages talking about like once you've scaled let's say you've got a couple more let's say you're maybe remote um how how do you how do you do remote setups because we're not doing setups anymore like what do you not physically yeah, yeah not physically anymore so um how how, how do we do that Eve? Mm. i know but i'm yeah. asking you um yeah so i think like, i'm still involved obviously i i plan it all i choose everything I coordinate it all. I then inspect everything before photos. Still, I still do all of that. But actually getting it done and getting everything in there, I've got a team that does that now. So it just comes down to ordering things, coordinating those orders, trying to get them all to arrive at the same time or roughly. So, you know, you, you can kind of have a team member there receiving everything, getting everything unpacked. Um, and just... It kind of just comes down to training your team and obviously having someone that knows the drill with that, teaching them sort of where things go. Um, and then obviously having a really trustworthy sort of maintenance um, team member, someone that you bring in to hang artwork up and build the IKEA furniture and put the sofa together, all those things. Um, so it's kind of just down to delegating and organizing that. Don't spread it out too much. Try and be quite efficient. So I try to get everything in, everything unpacked, everything built. Then our private waste collection guy comes and collects all the cardboard boxes because there's always a whole room full of cardboard. So now we've got everything. Especially blocks. Yeah, everything's away. All the rubbish is gone. Everything's built. Then we get the cleaners in. Give it a nice deep clean. It gets a bit messy during setup. Clean it all up. And then I go in and just stage it. So are the pillows in the right place? You know, have we got the right plants? And then if there's any gaps, we fill them. But there's not really because we obviously plan it. Yeah. So that's how it goes, and that's how we get to do it so quick because all of that's kind of happening at the same time. And then photos are done, and then boosh, it's live. And yeah. a really quick hack tip: um, get the listings done um, beforehand. Like I said, Airbnb takes twenty four hours. So if you list it, let's say today, right now, it won't go live until um, twenty four hours from when you publish it. So what I always, or well, not what I, but what the team does is we list like photos of a different property and then we then publish it because you need photos and then you just swap it out and then saves you 24 hours it's really you, know, it's, you think it's a small thing but it's really really good the other kind of um important thing we didn't touch on was like fire safety stuff as well so the if you're in england it's different um there's different fire safety stuff you need to get but obviously um, we're in wales so um you need to get a fire safety certificate done I've, I, funnily enough, I actually spoke to someone today and um, they got advised by someone that they know to do the fire safe themselves. Personally, mm. what we've been advised is not to do that because from my understanding, the liability goes straight onto you um, with that and you just don't want that at all. So always pay for it. Never get the first quote. You can negotiate that. Talk about your growth and you can get a really good rate that um, uh, isn't going to 
take you to the bank because it can be quite expensive, especially now where it's kind of mm-hmm. mandatory. And yeah. They're, they're making a, it's a good business to get into yeah. if you want to get into that right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely one of the hidden things you want to get done before you launch. And then there's like a few other hidden things, like lockboxes. Oh, yeah. Go like um, first aid kit. Maybe if you've got some spare batteries, some spare light bulbs. What I tend to do is, if I know I need one light bulb for a lamp, I just buy the whole pack and leave the whole pack there. And then you just know that it's kind of got everything it needs. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's a few little kind of practical bits like that to, to get done too. Um, they can always put them all on the list. If they're on the list, they'll get done. That's the Do you know what? Thing. It's actually like a quick little second is I'm on the consumables that we offer. Like as part of the staging, um, just like the little mm-hmm. shampoos, conditioners. Yeah, you want to have all of that there for the staging. So the nice towels rolled up neatly on the bed with the nice and warm shampoos and body washes and things like that. Yeah. Resting neatly. And also making sure, this is kind of a tiny tip, but I think it's a really important one. Um, we always get a set of three jars to put on the side in the kitchen for the cleaning team to put milk, sugar, biscuits, coffee pods, tea bags in. I get clear jars because then when you stock those up for the photos, people can actually see those things. And it sounds really silly, but if you had closed containers and then you go put these like great, you know, fancy coffee pods in there and all these lovely little things you're giving them like tea bags and biscuits can't see that and they don't know if that's just an empty container and you don't want to just leave those things on the side um but it makes a difference for the photos you know our photographer always takes a close-up photo of those three little you know storage jars with those things neatly in there um tiny thing but again it makes a big difference that answers the question will i get that stuff you know um so it's the thought that goes into those bits which i think makes a difference absolutely you can tell i love this right i can just like talk about it all day (laughs) nerd out on utensils and containers i'm I'm learning i'm like sitting there going no no, 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 oh interesting yeah Yeah. interesting. i'm just like taking notes like okay when i go do this solid number um okay let's let's leave the people with um five if i was to go right now let's say i just signed a rent to rent deal right now five quick fire do's to get ready to the eve the eve special the eve tips that they're just going to sit in their head all day okay go in there and get all the info you need to know in one go so get in there once write a list measure for the beds measure for everything measure the windows for the curtains do a full list of all the measurements and all your things you know you need if there's anything unusual like okay you need to get a radiator cover over there write all of those things down and measure all of them so when you go home and you start planning there's no, nothing that you don't know mm. about, right? So then you, oh, what, where, will this table fit or not? It's just done. So so first thing is to make sure you're not overwhelmed. Go there and do that. Sorry, it's a bit of a long one. But, Love it. Quick um, fire. Yeah, quick it's not fire. very quick fire, but it's useful, so it's fine. <laughs> that is useful. Um, Number two. So I'll just make the rest of them fast. So do that. Number two, obviously decide your budget and get that spreadsheet made. And don't buy anything unless it's on that list. Um, plan it all out before you start purchasing. Number three, get your internet sorted. Mm. That takes time. And get your bed sorted. That takes time. Do the things that are going to take the longest first. Number four, get your photos booked if you're confident on your timeline because sometimes availability on that. You might be ready and then your photographer's not ready for two weeks and it's really annoying. I would leave like a day or two just to be careful. Yeah, leave well. a buffer like, zone. Uh, you know, yeah, I know you want to get live making money, especially on your first rent to rent. Just... 
you, if you cancel that and you have to reschedule it, you're you could lose like another week. Yeah, so maybe do that if you're sort of confident on it. But um, yeah. at least maybe pencil something in with your photographer because you don't want those things to delay you because that gets super annoying. You do not want um, that to delay you. No. You can't go live. You can go live without internet, just won't be ideal, but you can't go live without photography. Yeah. Um, and number five would be get on Pinterest and just, you don't spend ages to half an hour and get a vibe. Plan the vibe because if, if you go start buying stuff and you've not got sort of cohesive plan of what it's going to look like you're going to end up with a bit of a jumbled mess so unless you've got that in your head get on pinterest and just plan out what's my theme is it industrial is it nautical plan it what's your color theme stick with it and then choosing things will be a lot easier and you'll feel a lot more confident when you go and start picking yeah decor and stuff i'm going to chuck in a number six in there oh which is a, a little rogue one is get a staging company to do it if you're not confident yeah as well. Very so true. If you're abroad, if you're abroad, or if you're far away, it's going to cost you more money. Just be um, be aware that they will have all the furniture ready to go, and then they will actually go set it up for you, and then you can just publish it. Um, and sometimes they'll actually get a photographer as well. So, um, yeah, we're yeah. going to hopefully um, it's not confirmed yet, but we're going to hopefully have um, someone come on the podcast that specializes in that yeah um, i'm looking forward to that be really yeah good so hopefully again i'm just going to be the interviewer i reckon that. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to be asking questions back and forth so what would be nice about that is she'll be able to she's awesome she's Ooh, giving a she oh, way Ooh, yeah narrowed it down you can ask her yeah i don't know <laughs> no we haven't we're just assuming um, she'll come no, on it we'll talk to her next week you can ask her but if, if she, she listens to this she's gonna be like damn it, i've been hooked yeah <laughs> so if she comes on she can then go through that perspective of how it works if you do get a stage so you can understand that as a different option as well so that would be useful yeah this is an awesome episode um i hope you guys had so much value from that i mean i know i have like if i was starting out and i listened to this um you know we only learn this kind of thing from our like mentorship group so mm-hmm. um and just experience yeah and ex- yeah and experience i mean our first one oh my god that kind of gives me like palpitation thinking about that um, but now it's just exciting. I, I do. I, I'm just. I'm just like putting it live with their team. I'm like, oh, look at this yeah. place. You get the photos. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> this is nice. Sometimes I've even <laughs> seen the property before, and I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Um. Cool. So another episode done. That's episode three. Episode four. Um. Is like I said. This is always going to be um every Friday eight a.m. Um. Everyone. This is when this uh, podcast will be released. So put it into your calendar. Um. It's going to be on every single streaming platform. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on Amazon Music. It's going to be on um Apple Music. Uh, Google, Google, whatever you know, wherever <laughs> wherever you can hear our lovely voices, going to be there. The next episode, okay. This is this episode you cannot miss. This is going to be deep diving into revenue management. I cannot wait to talk about this. This is this is going to be the other way around. Where I'll be oh yeah, this is going to be very technical, and we're going to go through how you get your bookings to be optimized, not just to get it at 80% occupancy because 80% occupancy can be, you know, it can be a myth sometimes. It's about getting it at 80% occupancy with the rates that you want and not just having two, three night bookings, getting long bookings um, and not just relying on those um, platforms that set prices. So, yeah, that's a little hint of what we're going to go through next. You tell so he's excited about I can't this. wait. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. So, look, if you're looking to follow us, Eve, where they find you, um, where, where's... We're not active on Instagram as much right now. We're going to start being more active yeah. in the next coming months. Um, I've got Share some exciting news going on in um, you know in our life where we're looking to really push this forward even more. Um, so yeah, what's your what's your Instagram and what's your TikTok? I'll put them down below because honestly, I don't use enough to know them. 
Yeah. I think it's Eve X Darcy. It's Eve something Darcy. Yeah, yeah. mine's Zach Dot Ratcliffe. Um, yeah. I got two Instagrams, but that's the that's the yeah. three actually. That's I've got two, one. and people keep following me on the wrong one, so I think I'm just gonna make one because yeah. I think it's getting confusing. I'm but we'll put them, them below. We want to start sharing more stuff on there, so come follow us, keep us accountable, and make sure we're actually doing that. Um, and um, yeah, we'll we'll uh, see you guys next week. Hundred percent. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you're having a great morning, evening, night, whenever you listen to this, and hopefully. Fresh and early on a Friday morning, you're listening to this. First thing, 8 a.m., remember that. (laughs) All right, have a good rest of your day, and we'll speak to you soon.